Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. What do we have here? Oh, Polly. What do we have? What do we have? Where are you? I can't see you. Oh, no. Where am I? What's happening? I'm just a disembodied voice. Yeah. Coming to you from a secure location. I, I'm blaming it on the week. Uh, just the slug week, the in-between, the holiday taint week, whatever the hell we're calling it. <laughs> I call it the the in-between. It's yeah. kind of like a scary movie title. Yeah. Where we, we we all find ourselves in the in-between, and same with celebrity gossip. And I say the in-between because this is a good time to dump your stories that you don't want anyone to be talking about. Mm. This is true. There's a lot of things that do happen this week like in that, in that way yes like celebrity divorce settlements oh yes dr dre has settled his divorce yes, with nicole no. young oh i mean they were married for such a long time Yes, they were. And news on TMZ this afternoon is that Dr. Dre has settled his divorce with Nicole Young and that Dr. Dre is delighted with the settlement because Doc, uh, Nicole is getting $100 million in their property settlement agreement. Is she getting some homes? Um, well, it seems like she's getting $50 million now and $50 million a year from now. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what she is getting in properties. It seems like she's taken a cash settlement uh, in exchange for taking this $100 million. Dr. Dre gets to keep seven of his properties that they own, including a Malibu home, two homes in Calabasas, and four properties in the Los Angeles area, including their $100 million Brentwood estate. Oh, wow. So she's kind of cashing out. Now, in addition, Dr. Dre gets full rights to his master recordings, trademarks, and interest in various partnerships and trusts. Dr. Dre also gets to keep all of their Apple stocks, which includes the proceeds from the sales of Beats by Dre. She gets to keep jewelry, cash, and bank accounts that she had maintained during their marriage. And now Nicole will pay her own legal fees, which is millions of dollars. Now, according to sources over at TMZ connected to Dr. Dre, they say that Nicole could have actually gotten a bigger piece of the pie had she settled years ago. But remember that she was contesting their prenuptial agreement. Mm-hmm. So clearly TMZ is reporting from Dr. Dre's camp and all well, of this. <laughs> hello, Laura Wasser was his 
lawyer. Yeah. Now, a source, <laughs> oh, oh, Dr. Dre's source tells TMZ that Nicole could have even been on the field for the Super Bowl halftime show as a friendly ex-wife. So jab, jab, jab. Yeah, yeah. you know, maybe she didn't want to be his friendly ex-wife after he was dogging her, having babies with his mistresses and other houses. and. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a yeah. setup for an amicable split. No, I really don't. And you know what? That seems like a lot of money and you're going to be just, she's going to be fine. She as is going to be she fine. she invests it and has a smart money manager. Exactly, Lori. So she's getting the $100 million yeah. over the course of the next couple of years and she is moving on from Dr. Dre. But it seems like she, like he got off easy because isn't he worth like a billion dollars? Yeah, he's worth um $820 million. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I found $20 in an old winter coat and I thought I was Scrooge <sighs> McDuck. That, you know what? That's that's a small win that makes you feel good. No. I mean, it sure does. Especially when you need it the most, when it's getting cold yes, out. It's so great. Yes. And, you know, another celebrity divorce that we talked about in the Dirt Alert update at 3 p.m. is that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver are officially divorced. That seems wild to me. You know, did 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 that did her kid he must, you know, she was like their main housekeeper like the Monday through Friday. She, so her kid that she had with Arnold never came over cuz he even when we saw him when that news first came out in the National Enquirer at like 10 this kid looked like a doppelganger of Arnold. Yeah, his name is Joseph Baina. He's a college graduate. He's in his early 20s now. And uh yes, he very much looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, you know, giving Arnold Schwarzenegger credit, yeah. it seems like he's, he has cultivated a very healthy relationship. Yes, he stepped up and he admitted, I mean, there was no denying it. it that kid just must never have been around the house. It, it, but, yeah. I mean, he banged the housekeeper in the marital bed. Uh, uh, it's like yeah. so annoyingly cliche. It is that it bugs me. Yeah, uh. yeah. So after that, Maria Shriver filed for divorce back in 2011, and uh, now they are officially legally single again. Now this happened this morning in L.A. Superior mm. Court. Now the divorce had been mediated by a private judge, and that judge signed off on the divorce earlier this month. But you know, we had to cross the T's and dot the lowercase yeah. J's. And she always seemed they they seemed friendly enough about it. You know, there was never it never felt like there was any bad blood, even though it was like the worst. You know, like horror. You know, people were like, "What the housekeeper?" Yeah, right. You know, it, it was so salacious. Now, something tells me, you know, back in the gossip archives, in the way back in the day, I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger perhaps wasn't the most faithful husband to Maria Shriver. So perhaps it was not that Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated, but that he cheated with the housekeeper and then had a child. (laughs) And that was all public. mm -hmm. That was just a little bit too much. Yeah, because, I mean, she's from the Kennedy family. Uh, I mean, they got there's a long list of zippers that are down. Yes, there are a long list of zippers that are down. Now, uh, the money, uh, according to TMZ, that it was an estimated $400 million worth of assets that were divided. There was no prenup. They got married back in 1986. And so TMZ sources are saying that it pretty much got divided down the middle Mm -hmm. between the two of them. So you know what? Mm -hmm. They're going to be fine, those kids. I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Marie Shriver... They're A-OK. Yeah. Hey, speaking of JFK, we got a JFK-adjacent celebrity real estate for sale. This is in Rancho Mirage, and it's Bing Crosby's former estate hitting the market, and it was so nice that apparently there is a whole part of the house dubbed the JFK wing. 
Is it is Rancho Mirage right next by, to Palm Springs? Yes. Okay. Yes. The, the Rancho Mirage is where... The Betty Ford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in the day, all the old movie stars used to go and retire in Rancho Mirage. I want to say it's like people like Ginger Rogers mm-hmm. and Gary Cooper and uh, like a certain set of ho- old Hollywood celebrities all hung out in Rancho Mirage. But uh, this estate is for sale and it's pretty swinging and it's going to set you back uh, cool... Um, $4.5 million. That which seems like a deal. I know. Thank you very much, because yeah. I think that's the price that Kanye West bought the old ranch in Hidden Hills, the yeah. old tear-up. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually a really cool house. I'm ready to move in, so if somebody wants to, you know, uh, subsidize my lifestyle, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally ready to go. I also feel like Palm Springs, and it's my vibe as well, but Holly, like that area, it would be totally your vibe. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, it's 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 mid-century modern. Yes. It's got a pool. It's got an open space. 6,700 square feet, five bedrooms, yeah. and it's on 1.6 acres. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I wouldn't be too mad that's about you, it. That's your, that's you right there. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But for now, I'm going to give you more celebrity gossip. Grimes is sparking pregnancy speculations with a baby bump pic that she posted on Instagram. What? Mm. Yeah. So she posted herself kind of an animation form with a big baby bump. And one fan commented, the queen is pregnant. Some it, They're saying this because the photo is reminiscent of her pregnancy announcement with her first child that she has with Elon Musk. So we don't know. She didn't really ever break up with him, did she? I mean... They're, they're the weirdest couple. Yeah. They're the weirdest couple. They sure are. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, happy Holly, Tuesday. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, when we come back, we got the study of dub, but we're going to check in on the study of traffic right now. Yeah, the study of traffic is right, you guys. And if you're out on the roads, just know this. Be slow. Be safe. A dub. Duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of dub with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows Come on. <laughs> sit around. So good. Okay. So this, this is, uh, to me, this is a study of duh. It wasn't really um, a study. It was a survey, mm-hmm. and it was done just what is, um, it was a survey of a thousand millennials and a thousand baby boomers. Okay. Okay. And finding what is there a difference between what the two groups uh, think is the most stressful part of a holiday? Okay. Okay. 78, 74% of millennials found this to be um, the thing that stressed them out the most. And baby boomers were the least stressed out about this, the very same thing. Buying gifts. No. Oh. No. No, it's this is kind of a surprising one. It's not avoiding political talk. It's not getting a good present. The meal? That's right. The meal. The wow. the picking. Cooking for picky eaters is for younger people the most stressful part of their holiday thing. Whereas the baby boomers are like that twenty eight percent find that the least stressful. Yeah. And I think that could be that A, years of experience. Yeah. B People, when as they get more wisdom mm-hmm. and more vintage, I hear you. they see the benefits of buffets and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Last year we were doing individual wrap dishes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're like, it's stressful, you know, if you do try and accommodate 
all the ways that you just, when you get older, you're like, I'm just going to serve an assortment. Yeah. And people are going to eat what they're going to eat. Or they're, nope. exactly. They're going to eat what I give them is kind of my dad's attitude. The because serving. back then they just, it, you were, you would eat what you were given. No, but I mean like yeah. this, like for the holiday, I always find there's over. Lee, there's over there's so much food i'll yeah. tell you this i like when i think about my mom my mom is always like the more the merrier she has no problem for cooking for 30 40 people yeah. i once host um our an easter at my house for the uh-huh. first time where we first moved into our house um and i was like in shock of how much stuff i mean i was doing crap it was so it's a lot so of work, work but you when you've done it for a long time yeah. it, you kind of it's a routine it's, it's yeah. a routine and you don't really take into account i think vintage people don't take into account picky eaters exactly yeah. my point my dad we you know we had some members in our family who came in later that were vegetarians and my dad was like well if they have a vegetarian dish that they want to bring they can bring it yeah. i am cooking a beef roast with mashed potatoes gravy yeah. and the fixing so that's how it's gonna stuff. go yeah <laughs> and know? i just kind of so anyway that's like the big divide i but i love that they specifically asked two age groups yeah, there's an art to being able to master a giant meal yeah. and having no and, and teamwork being, and being enjoyable. Well, yeah. and here like, know and, this, young people, as you start to turn a vintage as it as the years go on, this too will change for you. Yeah, you will not care about the picky eaters. It will exactly. not stress you but out. The, the picky at all. eaters don't. don't stress me out. I think it's just the just the mass making of the food and then being enjoyable at the party where I'm not like. Oh, running around trying to make everything work. I think also I need to always remember, you know, multi or not multitask, but like um, uh, give people assignments. Hey, you bring this. You bring that. Because I wanted to be just like, come to my house and eat all the food I make. And then I realized (laughs) that's insane. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I couldn't even sit down. I was like, yeah, (laughs) you want this? (laughs) Okay, now this is a study of that and not at all a surprise. Um, yes, people, the way, the old adage, the way to a person's heart is through their stomach. Yeah. It's true. Oh yeah. It oh. is true. People. Yes. Down. It, it is true. And it's true. I mean, the, the, the saying has been the way to a man's heart is through his stomach is the old fashioned yeah. phrase. But when asked if this applies to themselves in this study, 70% of women and 75% of men agreed that good food wins them over. It improves their mood. They are impressed when somebody cooks for them if this is happening early in the dating game. The bar is so this low. This seems like a duh. It's, the bar is so low for me when Justin's like, hey, I'm going to stop at... Um, you know, there's this restaurant we like over in Eden Prairie Taza, which is like Mediterranean. Yeah. I'm gonna stop at Taza. You want something? I like have a tear go down my face. You're like, so happy. I'm so happy. Of, yeah, he's taking he's, care of the food. He's picking up the food. I mean, when he makes something, it's like game over. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Phew. yeah, I love you so violently. I know. Much. I would always like, I had, you know, like in my 20s, and you know, you're like trying to pin down some elusive guy, and yeah. my thing would always be. Get him to stay over and make him breakfast. If you can dazzle him with breakfast, yep. You know, the, then you can. Uh, there'll be some more dating that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If nothing else, but that's always the thing. People like to plot the. You know, I know I like to make the great escape. I never wanted to stick around for breakfast. No. Really. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. But if someone could do that, if talk you into it for whatever reason, it did make you linger for the. 
You'd stick around. Mm-hmm. I just, all I see is I know that McDonald's drive through is open. Like, when I would be sneaking out, like, I got to get out of here. I don't care how good your eggs, Benedict, are. I got to get out of here. Now, do you guys consider yourself, I'll ask you, Brittany, first, are you a foodie or a feeder? Because people, uh, there's a theory that people are in one of two camps. I, foodie I, or feeder? I'm a, I know I'm a feeder. But okay. I'm also like I'm a foodaholic, so it's like I fall into both. Okay, but how I about ha- you, Graham? I'm an eater. You're a feeder. I'm, I'm, well, I eat. Well, so is a feeder. Or- a feeder is somebody who gets fed because uh, you yeah, like I'm to a, eat. I like to eat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that would be a foodie. No, a foodie is someone who's. Like Stephanie Hansen would be oh, a foodie. Yeah, okay. no, I'm more of the one who likes to eat all the great things that everybody can make in this wonderful world. Yeah, <laughs> food I love I love making us like, and I love making breakfast, like, and and doing the yeah. whole egg thing. But uh, yeah, but I have to because I'm more motivated. Justin's right. not even that into breakfast. Oh my god, Casey was so impressed with my cooking. He was a single dad for ten years. Oh, I bet. And his kids were picky eaters, and he just gave up. And food was the last thing he was going to fight him on. So if they wanted salami sandwiches or macro, you know, like, and then I came along and the kids were like 11, 13. And I actually like cooked thing. I mean, I think they all kind of fell a little extra in love with me because they'd eaten just crap. Oh, I'm sure. Not crap, but like, I'm like, there's a way to have really good pasta, you guys. You know, it doesn't have to come from a mac and cheese box. <laughs> Hamburger you know? helper, yeah. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they were make? just like so in awe of my cooking. And I consider myself a basic biatch when it comes to cooking. But I did know how to cook. Isn't that something like, and I think that it, that seems to be an art that is kind of fading away um, here and there with people. I don't. I don't think many... People, more people, if it's time to have something formal, they'll go out, then stay in. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I'm making my husband, like, he he fell in love with me hard this morning because I brought out the ham bone that I took from my dad's house. That sounds so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I went to the store at, like, 7 a.m. to get all the stuff for uh, split pea soup. Oh, and he was so like... Good. Wooning. I'm sure that I was gonna make it, and uh, and I I don't think I've made it for you know probably a year and a half. I don't know. Whenever I never make a big ham, so whenever the last time I can talk someone into partying with their ham bone, I don't even eat this soup, but I make an amazing split pea soup. Yeah, oh, and this time of year too, like that's. Do you guys everything. want some? Is that what you're yes. saying tomorrow? Yes. If you could, do I have a chance to enter your heart just yes. a little bit more I mean, with my split pea soup? Split pea soup is one of my favorites. It's oh. so good. That people either love it or hate it. Yeah, it's true. Right. It's all about the ham, though. And that bone. You're yeah, right. it's true. I, it. I. I don't know. Anyway, Casey was just like. I'm sorry, I was kind of grouchy yesterday when I thought I had COVID. <laughs> oh, 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 that soup is good. I'm like, don't eat it today because you really got to let it, you know, sit sit overnight. Mm-hmm. Do you use the whole um, the blender thing that goes in there? Or do I you... don't use a blender. I do it all in a big. Oh my god, a big pot. I do it old school, I guess. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. You guys my heart rate taste. is up. Like, is that's how yeah. when we talk about I'm, food, I get excited. Look at it. It is. That was the study of Doug then, for sure. Yeah, it was, my yeah. heart. You could have told him that. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with um, whatever else we decide to talk about. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Tiffany Haddish, she's really gone through quite the breakup, you guys. I know. I think well, the thing she's saying makes me think she's heartbroken. She's heartbroken. Now she's in a Rutria, which is a African country next to Ethiopia and the Sudan. Okay. Uh, I'll trust you on that one. It's a travel for category. Don't travel there. Uh, but it's just a poor country. But it's if you're by the border. Anyway, she's there. And okay. It's a strange. She's literally run the opposite side of the world, you know, to get away from common in yeah. L.A., to get away from all memories. And she posted on Instagram. She's do- doing some kind of a spa treatment. And remember, Erutria is a poor African country. So mm-hmm. this is she's doing some spa treatment and it looks like she's just wrapped in a lot of blankets. And it says she here's what she's writing. Erutria spa treatment. It's called the Tisse. They put butter in my hair, turmeric and honey on my face, sesame oil all over my body. Oh, and butter in my hot box. Then they put burning wood in a hole in the ground and you sit in the smoke and sweat. Baby, I'm ready to be bringing them in. And then... Oh, my God. But it's a picture and, you know, it's like obviously like some kind of it's their version of a sauna spa. You know, she's all getting oiled up and, you know, it looks quite um, well, it just looks like quite it's quite different. Yes. Eclectic blankets. There's no. Yeah. It's kind of like all it looks a little bit um, all over the place, all over the place. And then she goes on in the message saying, thank you. She just writes to no one. really. Thank you for setting me free. What is for me wants me too. So I think that was towards common. And, um, you know, in his breakup, when he talked about her to that, I don't know, some show where he, she called him out and said he misrepresented. He, he told the interviewer that Tiffany Haddish was one of the best people he'd met in his life, which is heartbreaking when you're breaking up with someone, because if you really want to mind screw someone, tell them they're the best person you've ever met. Oh, Oh, don't you hate that? I can tap back into heartbreak so easily and get that pit in my stomach and like, when oh, I'm sh- the greatest person you've ever met, but oh. you're breaking up with me? And that's the worst. Like, oh. the last real big breakup I had, the guy was, and I'm using this in quotations, he was very nice. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, said all the nice things and all the stuff. And it was just heartbreaking. And I wanted to you? fight him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I wanted to, you know, verbally fight him, and he wouldn't. And I was so annoyed. I was just like, so I just mm. call him things like, you're useless, whatever, yeah. you know, and they'd get nothing back. And I was like, I hate you. I was just, it, it, it was so great. I know you'll find somebody. Oh, oh God. you're the worst. <laughs> Say what you think. I've done that before but once. Just, it was the worst for me saying it too. But it's uh, one of the ways that you say they, something, trying not to hurt somebody's feelings, but you end up being worse. In and the it's way run. worse. Then he yeah. went on to tell the guy, I don't think the love really dispersed because their career, our careers help, uh, prevented them from spending as much time or putting as much energy in their relationship. I just think it was like we weren't feeding the relationship. 
he was just tired of you know her. He's he was is he's what just, he's saying. And like it's classic. He's just not that into her anymore. That's right. And you it's can not say you, it's me, and it's no sh- no shade on common. No, but, but I was you know we've been wor- we were worried about this. But you know what? The gift you should give somebody in a breakup is be a jerk. Yeah. Be a jerk because it is such a good gift to it give is. at the end. And I have given that gift. Mm-hmm. So you should always <laughs> give it in return. It's true. It is. Because nothing's worse than you go, oh, I've got no really reason to be mad or sad. You know, whatever. It's like, then you just feel worse. And, uh Yeah. It's just the worst. Yeah. And, you know, again, the whole, I, just, I know it just probably is terrible that people... That I'm just like stereotyping, but I really, really think that by the time, because Common is 49 and he's never been married. Yeah. It's a red flag. Red you should flag. at least have had a starter marriage in your 20s um, or something to show that you can commit. I know. I so I was, Justin was 39. I said, we got to do this quick. Hurry quick. up. Before you're like the bachelor who's never been married. Right, hurry up, Gary, yeah. get, get this done. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, you it know. just heartbreak. Just you, it's so, and it, you know, it sucks gone too. All the way to Africa. She's and and she'll have to go even farther. I think okay. that she'll just. Luckily, I mean, hopefully she can distract herself enough. But you read her posts and you go, oh, she's still in it mentally. Oh, oh she's still super yeah. in it. Yeah. Celebrities, they're just like just us. Just like us. They will, they, she too will be listening to driver's license. <laughs> and crying, replay, crying. In some like cul-de-sac because <laughs> she couldn't see anymore. So she had to pull over. You know, and, and, and then, you know, God, they moved in. They were like madly in love with each other. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, here's what else we know. Joan Collins is giving an interview. You know, she is 88 and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to BBC Radio 4's Woman Hour. And she she uh, was asked about a quote-unquote cancel culture. And she called it tragic and boring. And I think what's tragic and boring is that we even call it cancel culture. Yeah. That's what I think she should have said. I know. It's, I know. I'm with you. I think... What's oh, right? It's, sometimes it's accountability culture. That's what I'm so with you. Uh, yeah. Everything is, oh, you can't say anything without getting canceled. Well, no, that, I hate the word cancel culture. I think that is misrepresenting Lori, so much. how long have you been on the air? I don't know, 19 years. 19 yeah. and a half years hey. if we're going to count and the half. You know what? And you have somehow managed to not offend every single person. And so, like, which is a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> when you think of all the stuff I've said, that may not be true. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'd be okay with that too. Totally, yeah, you'd you be the first please, one. You, you can't you, please everybody. No, and like that's what's so funny. I remember when Me Too came, and I was working at a male-dominated show, and they're like, "Oh, what? We can't even give hugs in the workplace." And no. I was like, "That sounds awesome." Let's never give hugs, hugs in the workplace yeah. again. <laughs> Some things are worth losing, people. Right. right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, tomorrow is really Thursday. Yeah. We are uh-huh. on Friday, so we're moving right along. And yeah. I've got bowling tomorrow night. Ooh. And, you know, you guys. And pea soup. And pea soup. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Off you go.